Hey, 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 beautiful people. Welcome back or welcome to Real Time with Michelle. So as you guys know or may not know, I am going through my healing journey. I got to start every healing episode off this way just so that you guys know this is literally a journey. It's literally a chapter after a chapter. It's like a book. Um, But right now I'm going through my healing journey and I'm on stage of my self-reflection. And I feel like this stage is very important when we are going through things and situations because it helps us look at our self-awareness. It helps us look at our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, actions, everything. It helps us look at ourselves in a new way, I feel like. Um, Me personally, (laughs) it helped me figure out like, why do I feel this way? Why am I so um, involved emotionally or why am I so involved mentally, physically? You know, it just gives you so many entry levels of awareness to yourself and to apply So as I was thinking and engaging in my self-reflection, I was thinking of, um, of course, you think of past failed relationships, past failed friendships, past failed things. And you start to figure out what went wrong in those situations. And you start to see if it is something that you did. Is it something that you did not do? Did you do everything that you could? Um, And in my my journey right now through self-reflection, I feel as though um, one of my biggest things is I was reacting to everything um, or or I wouldn't say everything, reacting to certain emotions that I had or certain feelings or certain things, especially that I would bottle up. And I think that it's important to let one, let those, let, let, let those things out because It's way easier said than done, but literally bottling up our emotions. And we know this and anyone who has done it, I'm sure a lot of us have. But me personally speaking from experience, bottling up my emotions leads me to literally exploding. It's like taking a Coke, shaking it up. And opening it. <laughs> That's literally how I am when I bottle up my emotions. So I realize that when I do that, when I'm going through confrontation or I'm going through something, um, that doesn't end well. It never ends well for me. Um, it always ends in me blowing up and me kind of feeling like, personally, in my opinion, making an ass of myself for blowing up instead of taking my time to re- relax and calm down. And just recently, I was involved in a situation where I could have blown up like like I normally did, like I just did a couple months ago type thing. And I didn't. I didn't blow up. I, I did not blow up. I remained calm and I was so proud of myself to be able to do that. Especially just because a few months ago, I was literally not able to do that. I literally thought I was. I, th- I was just telling y'all. If I have some true listeners, which I do, y'all know I was literally just telling her y'all how like I was like, oh yeah, I'm on this path of growing. I'm going to think before I speak. And then like a month later, a situation happened and I didn't think before I spoke. I blew up first. And then I tried to retract, which I probably caused damage, more damage to what, what was already there. So in this situation that just happened to me a few days ago, um, I could have blown up. I could have reacted. I could have matched energy. But for the first time in a long time, I did not. 
I removed myself from the situation. I calmed myself down and I was able to return back to whatever and be fine and be okay, at least for the rest of the day or the rest of the night um, and then deal with whatever what I was dealing with the next day. Like I was able to do that and I was just so proud of myself. I had to call my sister like, girl, guess what I did? <laughs> guess what just happened? But guess what I did? And I was able to break down to her like I'm able to reflect now to see like, Nichelle, I could have ruined, even though the situation set at stone was not, not my fault. But I could have ruined a relationship, a, a bond. I could have ruined something by reacting instead of thinking first. But this time I actually thought first. I can't express how proud I was of myself to actually implement the things that I've been teaching myself. Like, I'm all for therapy, okay? But if you are able to exactly what this episode is about self-reflect on what you need what you need to change what you want to better yourself at and make and actually implement and make those changes no you will not be perfect yes you will mess up yes you might be triggered and fumble back into your old ways or into your old self but that doesn't mean you're messed up and you're not good you're able to sit back and reflect on that situation and say damn like I told myself I wasn't doing that anymore and look at me doing it again. So when I did that and I reflected on myself after I just said I wouldn't do that, and then it was like I was proposed with this situation again where God's like, all right, let's see how you're about to handle this. And I think I made him proud. (laughs) I hope I made him proud. I really do because I made myself so proud. And I just think that that's the biggest part of this journey for me right now is self-reflection and this chapter of my journey, I would say, is self-reflection. I'm realizing where I could make changes to lessen situations. I was just watching this podcast. I love podcasts, as you know, but I was just watching this podcast, of course, the Know For Sure podcast, and um, it was a relationship expert on there, and she was talking about how she kind of like tricks her man into doing things that she knows he doesn't want to do. And it's not anything crazy, but like, I'm gonna give you an example, but she likes to trick him into things that she knows he doesn't really want to do, but she wants him to do it. And she, she gets him to do it without being confrontational and raising her voice and being aggressive. She can still sit back in her feminine energy, as she said, and get what she wants. I said, I got to try that. So <laughs> what she did was she said she, she, you know, moves around a lot. She had to take a flight and she wanted her husband to drop her off at the airport. She's like, of course I can catch a lift. Of course I can catch an Uber. Of course I can get a friend to take me, but I wanted him to take me. Um, And I just wanted him to take me because I like to spend time with him. Like, it's just, you know, of course us women, we like to spend time with our man at any freaking given point of time. If you really like him at any given point of time, especially if we're about to go somewhere, we're about to leave. So, yes, I want you to take me to the airport, even though I know it's going to mess up your plans, put a dent in what you have to do. You got to move your schedule around now. So instead of her like begging or saying, can you just take me to the airport? She led with babe, I really, really like want you to take me to the airport. You take him to the airport, me kissing you goodbye before I get on this flight. It just, it makes my day. I get to have a great flight. Like, you know, she just kind of put it that way, which 
I would say is not manipulation. I think it's just smart because it's like, wow. And he, he actually was like, okay, you know, I'll take you. I'll, I'll change some things around. Just imagine if she just would have been like, can you take me to the airport? And he's like, no, I got to work. But babe, I, would, I really want you to take me to the airport. I have to work. I will pay for an Uber. I'll pay for a Lyft. Oh, and then now there's an argument. Now there's attitude. Now he doesn't really understand why you couldn't just take a Lyft or an Uber. That right there is like a prize that I'm holding. And I'm like, I'm about to learn how to maneuver that way. Not in every situation, but in situations where you don't need to be confrontational to get your way or to communicate or get what you want. You can actually still get what you want and you both feel good about it. He's not regretting it. You're not feeling bad because you forced him to do something. It's just like, and then she said something that struck me. Oh, goodness. It struck me because I had to realize this also about myself. And this is because no shade to my dad. I love my dad. But this came from trauma from my parents or my dad. So, like, of course, when I was younger, I ain't had no money. I would need something. My father would be like, oh, what you need now? Like, And I'm like, dang, like, I'm like... 16 like give me some money like or I need this or I need that like dang don't be like that towards me and for a while I had no choice but to accept it because I'm like you're my dad I need this money I need this I need that so I'm just gonna accept this attitude and take it from you but then when I got older and I was able to go through my own relationships even friendships and I, I go through things and I'm like, oh, can you do this for me? Or you want to go here? Or can we do this? And they're like, I really don't want to. Like, no, why you want to do that? Or they give me that like inkling that they don't want to. At that moment, I shut down and I'm like, okay, cool. I don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. I don't care. I don't want you to do it. Like now I'm getting an attitude. Now I'm getting aroused. Now I'm making an aggressive situation. And it happens a lot in my relationship. So I'm like, after a while, I sat back and I said, well, dang. I'm watching this podcast last night and I'm like, wow, maybe I can try to adjust things because she's like, I lost track, but this is what what I was trying to say. She was saying in the podcast episode that women, we need to stop getting so upset at when a man does something that he doesn't really want to do. And he kind of feels like you can tell he doesn't want to do it. Like me personally, I used to be like, if you don't want to do it, like, don't act like that. Don't be like that. Like, he's making a, a a compromise for me to do what I want to do. He doesn't really want to do it. Granted, you can fix your attitude a little bit, but I should still be appreciative of you doing something that you didn't really want to do. And now you're doing it because you love me. You care about me. You want to make me happy. So sometimes, like she said, sometimes just shut up accept it. Even if it's not in the manner that you really want to accept it, you're getting what you want. Like you're getting what you want and don't go back and get what you want and then give attitude for getting what you want. Like that's what you want. You wanted him to go with you. So that was just something that I took off of that back on freaking topic. (laughs) Cause you know me, I'm always off topic. So again, I'm talking about self-reflection and just looking at like, you know, what you contribute to things that's failing. What did you contribute to the relationship that failed or that friendship that failed? 
maybe you did something it's everything is a two-way street a relationship is a two-way street even if you feel neglected or you feel cheated on or whatever the case may be if you are staying through these things that is self-reflection you need to reflect on damn why did I stay why did I make him think he was allowed to do this for so long even in friendships we have a lot of one-sided friendships and we don't realize it why do we stay and give our all to these situations when, you know, and then turn around and then look at ourselves like that fail, that fail, that fail. It's because it's one sided. You give, give, give and you're not being given to at all. And now you're being you're feeling this way. You're left feeling like, dang, this this whole situation or this whole relationship is one sided when in in reality, you're maybe just doing a little bit too much for this person who's not willing to do the same thing for you. And that's fine. That doesn't mean, again, you don't you can't be friends with this person. You carry them accordingly. You don't show up to everything that they do. You don't move at their beck and call because they don't do the same for you. And I realize that that's not being petty. It's not being petty. It's not matching energy. It's simply just having self-reflection. Now, it could get petty if you're like, oh, I'm not telling you happy birthday because you ain't tell me happy birthday. Okay, that's a little petty, even though I'm on that same type time sometimes, <laughs> especially depends on who you are to me. But in reality, like we got to be able to, you know, have it's a scale. You got to be able to mark the scale and realize where it's tipping and where it's weighing too goddamn heavy and which weights to take off. I saw this post on Facebook um, and I just felt like I needed to share it because I felt like that it was important because of the comments that I also read under it. So the post says some people will never apologize to you. They don't have the compassion, maturity, relational skills to think past their own ego and admit that they mistreated you. Not everyone can tolerate holding themselves accountable as it involves directly being faced with their flawed behavior. And that's simply what I took from that is having self-reflection. If you can't see that you reacted to something some way, you can't see that you treated someone wrong, you can't apologize. And then a comment said, well, sometimes I never did any. Sometimes you don't do anything wrong to need to apologize. That is crazy because we are people we are human we freaking mess up I was about to cuss but I tried to make this episode as clean as possible we mess up we mess up a lot we mess up sometimes and don't realize we mess up and sometimes the people who care about us are the ones to acknowledge our mess ups and tell us like hey you you messed up that was a little wrong and you still don't realize you did something wrong or you still can't have that that put your ego aside and have the compassion to apologize or even like, you know, communicate. I just feel like at this big age that we are in, communication is key. It's communication to communication is key to everything. Business, work, friendships, relationships, money, everything. You have to communicate. You have to communicate. So why don't we communicate in our relationships and why don't we communicate with our friends and our family and and people that love us? Why don't why can't we do that? Why can't we communicate the things that's important to us? We communicate with what we want. It's backwards. I don't believe people have poor communication skills. I just believe they choose to poorly communicate. Those are two completely different things. Poor communication skills means you don't know how to resonate what you want to say and speak it. 
No, I'm pretty sure a lot of us know how to do that. I'm pretty sure 99.9% of us, if we're an adult, know how to communicate. We just choose to poorly communicate or we don't choose to effectively communicate the way that our spouse or the people that we are around wants to. Sometimes you can't communicate in your, your, your effective way of communication to people. Not everybody can communicate on your levels. That's why understanding what communication is as a whole is important, not just breaking it down in situations. Because if you break it down in situations, you're never going to be able to apply it to another situation, in my opinion. In my opinion. <laughs> but who am I? Like a therapist or something? I don't know. Maybe I should go into therapy or something like that. I don't know. But also, I feel like your relationships are normally a reflection of you and your life. If you have failed relationships or you stay in bad relationships or whatever the case may be, that reflects you. If you have a lot of falling outs or you can't get along with people or that reflects you. After a while, it's like, all right, maybe, maybe, um, you know, how people be like, it's, it's not you, it's me. That's a real, that's a real thing because it really do be people. And I think that people use that as a way to say that, oh no, they're just trying to get it, get out of this. Or No, people really, really, it really do be them. Like <laughs> it really do be people. People really have a hard time with communicating properly and acknowledging their faults and their wrongdoings. And sometimes they know, people know they be wrong. They know they be wrong. But again, it's a failure to acknowledge it. And once you can't acknowledge it, like, you, yeah, you know you're wrong. But once you can't physically acknowledge it to the person you did wrong to, or, or you can't even have the conversation like, dang, you know, I did fuck up. Like, I did fuck up. And I think that people take their, their mess ups and try to take it as like, you know what? Forget it. Like, I messed up. I messed up. No. You can always still apologize. That other person may not be as as receptive to it because it might have been too long or you might not be apologizing, like I said, in the way of their communication. But there got to be, like I said, on this scale, it's a tipping scale. Self-reflection is something that I feel like we need to be more aware of. Once you become aware you are in a better position to make the changes you need to improve your life and the lives of your loved ones. Self-reflection helps you steer your thoughts and emotions. It like helps you direct your behaviors in a healthy direction. You know, you attract what you expect. This quote says, I got to say this is a quote. This quote says, attract what you expect, reflect what you desire, become what you respect, mirror what you admire. Everything in your life is a reflection of the choices you made. Like it literally is everything in our lives. And we like to blame it on, oh, this went bad or, oh, that went bad. It went bad because of what? You chose to make this decision maybe months ago, maybe last year, maybe fucking five years ago. You chose to make this decision and now it's catching up to you. And now we're like, man, life sucks. Yes, life does suck. But also it, it's our decisions and choices that we have made. If you want different results, you have to make different choices. And it's literally just that simple. I feel like we make this such a complex thing of wanting to get what we desire out of life because life is so hard and this and this and that. Granted, like I said, I'm not trying to say life ain't hard because life is hard and life is a B and life. Okay, I'm not saying that at all. 
But when you sit back and think about what choices you've made that have led you to self-destruction or have led you to destruction or led you to failure, is there anything that you could have done maybe years ago, months ago, days ago that could have changed this outcome? I'm pretty sure. We We didn't think about it at that time. We're thinking about it now. Like, imagine this. Imagine this. You got a bill due that's like $400 out of nowhere. But you just blew all this money two weeks ago, a month ago, two months ago, whatever the case may be. And it's like, dang, if I could have just saved this or that, or I didn't do this or that, I could have had this money. And I wouldn't be scavenging looking for it. We do it. We're human. We do it. Not saying you're going to be perfect, but to be able to reflect off of your decisions and then make different ones going forward, that's good self-reflection in any portion of your life. Thank you guys for always allowing me to talk my talk and joining me through my healing journey and everything that I'm going through right now. Um, Of course, I like to share some things, but I don't share the exacts, but I'm feeling a lot better um, through this healing journey. I am moving mentally and it is probably one of the best feelings I've had in a while. Um, Of course, you have your days and your moments where you might not be feeling the best or you might be feeling emotional, might be thinking about the past, might be having a trigger. But it's like I said, it's a it's a consistent role. Healing is a consistent role. Growing is a consistent role. We want to grow. We want to better ourselves. We don't want to be the same like we were. And I think it's important, especially when you go through something to kind of sit back and reflect on the whole situation and figure out where you could have went wrong, if you even could have went wrong. And if you really sit back and reflect and there's no wrong you could have done, continue to still better yourself. There's nothing wrong with bettering yourself if you feel like you're falling or failing at some portion of your life. We're not perfect. We're not meant to be perfect, but every day we can better ourselves. Again, I love you guys. Thank you for always allowing me to talk and giving me the platform to talk and share my journey. Um, I did want to just leave this off because recently I've been actually, I'm going to save it for next episode. (laughs) I'm going to save it for next episode. Love you guys.